Hello, this is Father Randy Sly with another installment of Day by Day, where each day we take a look at a reading from Holy Scripture found in the Daily Mass. And today is Tuesday of the first week of Lent. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, In praying, do not babble like the pagans who think that they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them. Your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. This is how you are to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. If you forgive others their transgressions, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, neither will your Father forgive your transgressions. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, we're moving from yesterday's uh, gospel talking about the corporal works of mercy that we can uh, exercise during Lent having to do with our brothers and sisters in need. But today, we now move into prayer. And we're going back to the Sermon on the Mount. And here, of course, is where Jesus teaches that most amazing prayer, the Our Father, the most complete prayer, the perfect prayer the one upon which all prayers are really based. And again, we get to see why we pray in this. As, as uh, Jesus even says, in praying, do not babble like the pagans who think that they will be heard because of their many words. Now, a lot of times we can uh, accuse others or be accused, in fact, of of this kind of babbling prayer. A lot of people think that the Divine Mercy Chaplet, the Rosary, the Jesus Prayer are those babbling kinds of prayers, but that's not it at all. Those are prayers of adoration, prayers of entreaty. They are not prayers where we are asking for things for ourselves or for others. What he's talking about here is people incessantly uh, and continually coming to him going, I need, I need, I need this, I need this, I need this. Lord, I need this. Give me this, give me this, give me this. That by doing so, we think we can just wear him down. And uh, again, as, as Jesus goes on to say, do not be like them. Your father knows what you need before you ask him. And so we can ask for things, obviously, but we ask in the confidence knowing that we have that, that, that sense of, of uh, connection with the Lord, where we know that he already knows what we need. He wants to hear us invite him into our needs, but at the same time that he already knows what they are, and we can have confidence that he will answer us according to his perfect will and purposes and according to our needs and what is best for us. And then, of course, in this passage, we have this beautiful, beautiful prayer, the Our Father, 
Well, one of the things that Jesus does after the Our Father is to emphasize something that is a part of the prayer as well. And there he says, if you forgive others their transgressions, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, neither will your Father forgive your transgressions. Just a couple of days ago, on Sunday, on Day by Day, one of the things I talked about was in Mark's gospel, he talked about the wild beasts in the wilderness. And those wild beasts let us know that the wilderness was not a safe place. And I parallel that with the fact that we can have wild beasts in our Lenten wilderness as well. And these are those things which can attack us and destroy our, our Lenten uh, journey, our journey toward maturity. And the first uh, one of those wild beasts I talked about was unforgiveness. And here we are again, that while we're in prayer, we have to remember the fact that God wants us to live a forgiving life, that we make the choice to forgive. And then even if our emotions hold on or our uh, rememberer works overtime and those things come back into our remembrance, that we then, again, plant ourselves firmly on our choice to forgive and say, Lord, I know how I feel, but I have chosen to forgive. One of the things we have to realize is that our unwillingness to forgive inhibits God's ability to forgive us. Because if, if he has made a means and a way to forgive us for all those things which we did, which are far greater a grievance than anything anybody could have ever done to us, that that being the case, He's calling us to live that life of forgiveness in order to unleash his grace, his forgiveness in our lives. During this Lent, it is so important for us to make an inventory. Are there people we have still held in unforgiveness? Are there people we hold a grudge toward? Are there ways in which we are unwilling to, to release forgiveness to others for what they have done. As I said on Sunday, unforgiveness does more harm to us than it does to the people that have offended us. And we're the ones still chained and hooked to unforgiveness. I want to encourage you today, again, to make forgiveness a part of your Lenten journey to make an inventory and to make sure you have a clear heart with all of those with whom your life has been connected. And how beautiful it is for us to, again today, think about this most perfect prayer. I want to again encourage you when you pray the Our Father that Jesus is giving you a way to pray that is not a quick means of prayer but one that is rich in all of its meaning. So whether you're saying the Our Father as a part of the rosary, the chaplet of divine mercy in mass, or maybe as part of your penance for going to confession, don't rush through it. Don't do it in one large breath. Don't race through these beautiful words, but allow them to soak deep into your heart. 
and to recognize all of the beautiful things that you're asking God to do, and also the ways in which you are honoring, adoring, and giving him glory for the things, uh, not the things that he's done, but simply for who he is. That's why we begin, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. We want to start by giving him our homage and our worship and our adoration. And we call upon him that his kingdom will come upon the earth and his will will be done here perfectly, just as it is in heaven. And from there, we do move on to some petitions, but we also make ourselves available for his forgiveness as we also forgive those who have sinned against us. A beautiful prayer, a prayer worthy of our attention and our slow and methodical embrace of saying this prayer before our Heavenly Father. So may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.